Hi, all, and welcome back to Damon All the Hell. We are having a real Christmas moment in this room, our holiday moment. Not everyone that listens to our show believes or abides by the Christmas tradition, but we are clearly and deeply invested in this slightly more festive time of the year. And that was Kelly Gibson. <laughs> and I'm Tracy Dietz. And Kelly is right. We are having a lovely day a big today. old laugh in here This today. is going to be the last podcast of 2018. A lot of oh, stuff Oh, God has damn happened. it. was a good year. It was um, such a good year. It, I mean, it had some good moments and it I had mean, some fucking shit moments. President but... Trump is still in the Oval, so that's not great. You yeah, don't have taxes. to say anything. Let, taxes. We, do we want to? Let's don't go into okay, taxes. Okay. 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 <laughs> Kelly's okay. like, no. Get out, of, get out of there. Kelly had Kelly had some good tax news. <laughs> and 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 I'm like, but it was because of President Trump. And she's like, <laughs> like, fine. <laughs> fine. <laughs> uh, anyway, happy holidays to everybody. Yes. Super excited. It was a fun year for, for it was fun and hard. I we just said that. But <laughs> it was fun because we have done this thing together, Tracy and I, through some real, real busy, serious times and the show has gone on. The <laughs> show will go on. So that was great. That is true. And we made a movie last week, which yes. is awesome. We can't wait for wait it. To it's pretty fun. It with all of you. And we took some pictures. Pictures that are so good. Uh, public service announcement for anybody that did not know, Kelly Gibson is very attractive. Oh, that's very kind. Oh, Tracy yeah. Dietz as well. It's very pretty. I mean, we look good when we take time to be all done up. I know. It's um, funny what happens when someone else does your hair and makeup. Today is a sort of unintentionally a, a greatest hits kind of episode because turns out everything that's old is new again. So we're talking <laughs> Trump and Stormy. We're talking Harvey. We're talking CBS execs. And at the end, we will get Christmas. into... Baby, it's cold Baby, outside. It's cold I mean, outside. everybody knew we were going to do that, right? Baby, so, And unsurprisingly, that's where Tracy and I differ the most. So we'll sort of like power through the other things. So um, Stormy, I don't know why that was funny, but I'm glad it was. I just think that it's funny that you think that's the one thing that we're going to differ the most on. <laughs> <laughs> it's that... Uh, Fucking Stormy. I feel like there was a time in our lives where Stormy was fierce and we were like, she's going to crush the world and take it all over. And now she's, I mean, she's killing it at, as a as an adult film star. I mean, I follow her on Instagram. If anyone is not offended by boobies, I think you should follow her too. It's pretty enlightening. Is it a lot of boobs? Yeah. So basically every time she does a show, she like promotes it on her Instagram. So it's like her boobs a lot, but it's also like. Um, you don't think that hurts women? No, not if you pay them well and give them benefits and the right to organize. But yeah, so. Do they do all that? Yeah. Okay. I mean, not sex sex workers, not yet. I don't know about adult film stars. Stormy Daniels ordered to pay Trump $293,000 in legal fees. So remember, folks, when she sued him for the whole, uh, well, she sued him. She was trying to get out of her contract. Michael Cohen, who is going to jail. Paid off Stormy Daniels for 130 grand, but the contract she signed, Stormy Daniels is not her name on her birth certificate. It's um, Stephanie Clifford and Donald Trump used like Daffy Duck. It was like two D words. It was not Daffy Duck, but it was not Donald Trump. It was so he signed with a pseudonym. So she was trying to get out of that contract saying like, it's not valid. I'm going to go. And in the contract was a non-disclosure. So, but it was a non-disclosure between Daffy Duck and Stormy Daniels. Correct. So she went that out. Seems. And talked. Um, she said she went out and talked about how she spanked him on the butt with the paper magazine or whatever, and, and we know all penis. about his penis now and the whole thing. And he Super sued sexy. her, and he won because she signed the contract knowingly, which means it's still binding, even if there are discrepancies in their names. Apparently, 
so she owes him $293,000, but I feel like she made more off of doing it. Oh yeah. I mean, she's going to be fine. Yeah. It's just a, it's just a, you know, she lost and he won, which sucks, which is typical anytime you go up against Trump. Yes. Oh, well it's, it's pretty easy to do illegal shit when you're rich, but I think, I think the most interesting thing will be, Oh, Michael, Basically, people are saying, like, she'll never have to actually pay the money because to pay the money, his team will have to go after her. And to go after her, it would mean that a sitting president would have to go after a porn star. How do you feel about that, Tracy Dietz? I feel like sitting presidents should not be suing porn stars. But I mean, but I mean, so here's so what if what if the roles were reversed? That we had a woman in the Oval? No. Okay. Uh, What if it was Bill Clinton? And, and Monica sued him or right, something like that. Like, yeah, I don't know. I still, right. I still think if, if I, if I was, it still the pre- tarnishes the office, regardless of who you are. Like this behavior clearly is tarnishing the office. I think in the way that Clinton tarnished the office in the yeah. way that Kennedy possibly tarnished the office. I think we know that Donald Trump super that- uber duper likes to win and next to winning, he likes money cash. Yeah. So it'll be interesting because I feel like the minute he makes the decision to go after the money, the sort of media circus around Stormy opens up again. So I think that we could we could argue all day about that. But I think the bottom line is that Trump is a little bit bulletproof. And I think he's going to come out on top regardless of what happens. So my whole opinion about his bulletproofness is, I agree with you. We've talked that a lot about that a lot over the course of 2018. But I think there is a segment of people that voted for him in 16 that could tire of his shenanigans. Not that they not that they would vote for a Cory Booker or Kamala Harris or Sherrod Brown or, a, you know, a Elizabeth Warren, but that they would just be like, fuck it. It's as bad as it was before Trump was elected. And I'm going to stay straight in my kitchen and I'm not going to vote. Yeah, but I think that there are a lot of people that don't think that it is as bad as it was before Trump got elected. I think really? the t- I think the tax are stuff is actually going to impact. Ah, I mean, I, I think just don't understand. I think that you don't spend a lot of time in middle America. Do you? Uh, yeah. Because you I live there? Families there. <laughs> yes. And when you listen to what they say, it's regardless. I mean, we live a little bit in a bubble where you either absolutely love or hate Trump. I feel and you that. love yeah, Trump yeah. because you like just sort of like lean into the party and you're just owning up and you're just, you know, riding that wave. Or you absolutely hate him because you're on the other side and he does and says a lot of things that piss you off. But I think at the end I think of the he does a, and says a lot of things that piss all those other people off that you're talking about, but the their they lives don't weigh, but right because they their lives are better important. so they don't care. They feel like their lives are Although better. there are all these parts of Middle America where, like, there there were legit, like, manufacturing plants that shut down, right? That he, like, his fight in the trade. I mean, I don't, we don't need to sort of de- devolve into a complete sure. political conversation. Sure. But I think that he has made decisions that have both helped and hurt his case with Middle America. Sure. But and I think that. I don't think we've gotten to a tax April, right? I mean, right. we haven't gotten to a tax right. moment. In- so we'll see. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Yeah. I don't even know where we're going to be on taxes yeah, in yeah, 2019. Yeah. And I don't know what the trade war is going to do. I mean, I just read an article about, I guess, apparently China just caved on something. And, and now I don't even remember what it was. But it's super back and forth, the China thing. It is super back and yeah. forth. And it could, I mean, the stock market is obviously not 
great. Right, but it dips and the, rises and dips and, and right, rises. Right, yeah. and so it's really unknown. <laughs> right, and so, the government's going to shut down at the end of this week. Right, straight up. So 2019 into 2020. I, I mean, I still think. I mean, we we we've talked about this a lot. I mean, I still think he will be the nominee in 2020, and I still think he'll be president because I think. It's all happening, friends and listeners. The presidential campaigns are all happening. So today there was a whole article about how he's rolling out his reelection process. And I still think that he'll be primaried. I I asked a friend who knows a bit about Arizona. I was like, is Jeff Flake in a primary? (laughs) And he said he didn't think so. Although I think that would be good. I think really the only way, well, I think one of the more significant ways he loses is if he's, if he's primaried hard. I don't, like think, I don't think it matters. I don't think any, so I don't think anybody could primary him that will beat no, him. No, a lot of people could prime, not, sure. but not beat. I mean, but you could cut through. him down. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, sure. But I mean, there's nobody that's going to beat him. All right. Well, I mean, think well, about I mean, the primary we'll be together in this like, little we had, white room. We had, nine, we had 19 candidates before in the primary and nobody But thought, nobody knew how toxic he is. And I get it. You're a Republican. He was toxic in 2016 toxic. to everybody. And everybody believed that, like, as soon as, you know what, if if you're not splitting the vote amongst, like, the four reasonable people, then, you know, the if there's just one people guy. elect the guy in the Oval. Right. Like, he won't win. Like, if you get everybody out and it's just, you know, Trump and Rubio or Trump and Kasich or whoever, then, then th- those other people win. But as more and more people got out, Trump just got more and more yeah. votes. So it has to be a small field. To take votes away from Trump. I mean, the Democrats were going to own the huge field. I mean, there's going to be 20 right. motherfuckers trying to be president Correct. on the Democratic side. Correct. So and I think that's going to be problematic for the Democrats. Totally. Absolutely. And I think Trump comes out victorious. We shall I'm see. I'm sorry. Okay, moving on to the next villain. <laughs> Harvey next Weinstein, <gasps> which is was sort of the center of the beginning of this podcast. Um, but Harvey Weinstein is getting some breaks in the execution of his his legal, you know, problems. And we talked about that and we knew that was coming. Did we? We knew. We knew that there was a possibility that all like that he was he might actually work again. He might actually all get a that, job again. Yeah, but so this is specifically that Harvey Weinstein's team is like trying to get a sexual assault case dismissed. And it's a because it's a he said she said blah 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 and there's evidentiary issues in that she deleted things. I mean it sucks and I I hate this because I you know I'm a big fan of due process and evidence. Right. So but the detective in the this case is shitty Nicholas DeGaudio people are blaming him. He's an NYPD detective and he said I believe this case is going nowhere for one thing the prosecutors say that there is some personal data off the phones that there was there was tampering of evidence before the charges were brought that um that there that there is it's not black and white and sort of what i want to say is like these cases are probably not black and white but how many women how many women came out against Harvey Weinstein 20 30 something like what were you telling me earlier if there's inconsistencies with if you find yourself in a logical inconsistency check, check your, your premise, premise. Yeah, and that sort of feels like it applies to this. And I get it. Probably this NYPD and um, the New York DA doesn't want to lose a case against Harvey Weinstein. But it's brought up this whole it's brought up this whole conversation about the stages of Me Too. 
Right. So, so the twenty. So there were more than twenty women that came out against so Weinstein. Many. There, were, there were so many, yeah. but there were a lot of women that. So, there were things that Harvey Weinstein did that weren't technically illegal in a court of law. Not hiring somebody because they yeah. won't sleep with you. But those were like the least of his sure. offenses. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally agree. I don't know how many of the things that came against him were actual criminal cases. Yeah, I mean, we could look it up. I think it's significant. I mean, Rose McGowan claimed that, that he I mean, raped. I think there were at least yeah. like four. Some of them were um, outside of the um, statute, statute of limitations. limitations. The other so inter- all of that becomes a problem in a court of law. Yeah. But there is something to be said about how Harvey Weinstein sort of set it all off. He set it all off. Change is happening. And there's more space for people to, for women to come. There's no shame in admitting that you have been treated either illegally or unfairly or inappropriately, whatever it is. But now the next stage of it is holding these folks, these men to account, like to make sure that there is there is consequence for action, that there is a whole bit of it. So there should be. So you I feel like there should be it should be less obvious to throw a case away when it's Harvey Weinstein. Like you should take the risk. But I mean, I'm not that D.A. I mean, a lot of the fault or the people that are applying fault is with the DA. And now Gloria Allred is involved in that. I mean, she's fierce, but people hate her like they do Hillary Clinton. But, you know, she said the defense always wants to put everyone and anyone to be on trial other than their own client. So you try to find other. Yes. Which is that's what you job. Yeah. But and so she said, let's put the police on trial. Let's put the prosecution on trial. Let's put the whole Me Too culture on trial and anyone and everybody except Harvey Weinstein. And then she said, but I'm not distracted by that. So, yes, I agree with all of that. But at the end of the day, I don't think that even if this, even if there is a dismissal of this case, I I don't think it changes what's occurred. I don't think it it sets us back. But it does. I don't think it sets us back. There is an element of can you survive the blow? Can you? Yeah. You know, my joke was. Keep your evidence. My joke was. My joke was Louis C.K. should be a host at at TGI Fridays before he's back on the stage. And we've had really interesting conversations about that. But I sort of think of the same thing about Harvey Weinstein. Do I think he should never work again? No. Do I think he should have access the way he did before? No. And we're recording this podcast on Tuesday, on Tuesday the 18th. And on Thursday, a judge in New York will hear arguments about whether the case against Weinstein can go forward. So I don't know. To me, it feels like it'll be a big moment. I suspect that they're going to move the case forward. You do? I do. I do. I also, I mean, we talked a lot about guilt and forgiveness. <laughs> and what's your next statement? Uh, there becomes a point where there are certain people that have done things. And and, and I, brought, I bring this up because it's a football thing. So Kareem Hunt, <laughs> sorry, Kansas City okay. Chiefs, yeah. was on a video kicking, Be- in kicking the a woman. That one? No, that okay. was Ray Rice. He's done. He's the Ray His career is over. Yeah. Uh, Kareem Hunt was... Hugely important player for the Kansas City Chiefs and was on February in a video kicking a woman. He was drunk. She was drunk. There's speculation as to what had happened. It had all gotten buried. I guess the NFL didn't know about it or had they not seen the video, but they knew that there was some altercation, but there was some lies as to who had what the whole thing would actually happen. So it just came out. And when the video was released, the Kansas City Chiefs totally cut Kareem Hunt, like kicked him off the team, like you're out. Yeah. And so I was, I've been talking with people about 
does he get to continue to play football? Right. Like, so he is now in therapy. He's going to anger management. There's still speculation. Because he's forced to or because he's, he thinks he needs to? He's doing it. I don't know why if it's because he's forced to or because he got cut from the Kansas City Chief. He's no longer playing football. So does he get to at some point play football again after he goes through this treatment um, over this one incident that no. has occurred? No. Did he have an off night? Was he like what had happened? What made him behave that way? He's a terrible person. Right. Is he? I mean, he, <laughs> I, he could be. He could not be. Yeah. I don't I don't know. And I struggle with completely judging and annihilating people on something that they've done once. Harvey Weinstein is clearly different. Yeah. But sometimes people fuck up. And and what is the forgiveness and do we allow them to to do things to better themselves and change to come back to be a part of society in a way that is I don't know. I mean, I think we're quick to just be like fuck all men. They all suck. You're done. Like the minute you say something, quick to do that. I think that the feminist movement is quick to do that, which is what screws all of it up for the rest of us. Uh, I think we're going to have to be careful. Disagree on that. I think if you, if one night you get real drunk and you do something inappropriate to a woman, whether it's physical abuse or sexual abuse or whatever that is, I don't think it's an offshoot. I think that you're not a good person. I think if you get into a bad argument or you crash your car or you. So you think if you know. beat a woman, you're done? You don't get to do anything in society anymore? I think you're welcome to be the host at TGI Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> but what if you don't have a skill set to be a host at you know, TGI Fridays? You have to say right? hi. How many? How many? Here's but you're the one is. that is always screaming about how that's not a fair wage. How can you live on that? No, I believe in universal universal minimum wage. I think we should pay every person in this country who works a full-time job $15 an hour and give them benefits. And if we pay more taxes as corporate owners in that in that regard, then th- that's how we that's how we have a decent society. Yeah. But here we are devolving again. OK, <laughs> so we're going to take a little we, we might get to the button today, but we are just going to Tracy has asked me every week for the last three weeks. Is this the one we can talk about? Baby, it's cold outside. I th- You are being <laughs> slightly <laughs> dramatic. I don't think so. Baby, think it's you cold have, outside. She really wants to talk about it. So we're going to do it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Because everybody's talking about it. So I was telling Tracy we had lunch today, which we try to do. It's (laughs) It's pretty fun to do it. And it's not super busy right now for me, so it's fun. But, um, And I was telling her that my colleague, Kevin... Who is amazing? Um, I but when I was in, and and listens to the pod and is a great friend. Uh, on the way out, I said, "Oh, what do you think about Baby It's Cold Outside?" We're talking about it on the podcast today, and he goes, "Oh, everybody's talking about it." He goes, "I don't care if you like it. Listen to the song. If you don't like it, don't listen to the song." But I was like, "That's not really a valid statement about Baby It's Cold Outside." So Tracy, you lead us off on what you feel about the song. I think and it actually is a total. Disagree valid statement. So here's my biggest issue with the song. So everybody's talking about how they're not going to play it on radio stations because it's rapey and it's not nice to women. But here's here's why. Let her school you. You've got any fucking issue with this song. Here's why women should be pissed off. (laughs) Because that song is understood to be about two people that want to get it on, but only one of them 
can explicitly say that they want to do it because the other woman has to play coy or be like, no, I don't want it. Or, oh, I should go. I ought to say no. Not that I'm going to say no and I don't want to be a part of this. No, she's totally just like, I ought to say no. My mother will be very disappointed. No, she wants to get it on. Why can't she just fucking (laughs) say I want to get it on? Like, yes, it's cold outside. I'm going to stay here and we're going to get busy. That is what pisses me off. Well, that is how Why you hear it. That yeah. is how you hear it. I when I when I first started thought about it, thinking about it, I think it's two things. It's either rape culture or sec, or slut shaming. There it's not it, there's no middle ground on this song. I'm with you on the slut shaming. So like the rape culture is I got to get, you know, like I liked the guy. I'm going to go over to his house. When I said to Tracy, how in do the you 40s. How do So you this know song was she written in the 19 fucking 40s. She right, went friend, to a dude's right. house. Take that a, was a big a breath. Step. That was a big step. She went over to his house and then when she decided she wanted to go for whatever whatever excuses she gave, he kept trying to convince her to stay. Of course he did. So there is some rape culture in that. No, there's not rape culture in asking you to stay. There's rape culture in over holding you and down. Over and no, over. No, no, that's not rape culture. Rape culture is holding you down, taking your pants I... off, and fucking you. Okay, so that's, those are very. That different. is not rape culture. That is rape. Yes. yes. Different. Right. Different. Right. Different. 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 Asking different, you to different, stay, different. begging you to stay, encouraging you to stay is, is rape, rape culture. Oh, culture. God. Culture. Oh. Culture. Not. Culture. No. You're so black and white sometimes. It it reeks of Aziz Ansari, which you and I have gone back and forth about. A he wasn't million. shoving his fingers in her vagina. Yeah, you're right. He was just shoving her head into his penis. No, that was Aziz Ansari. I'm talking about Aziz Ansari. Oh, right. So right. I'm saying like he's they're a, no. Just, the difference is like no. She in Aziz Ansari. All she he was said, saying is baby, it's cold oh, outside. Oh, all she was saying he, is baby, he it's was cold saying. outside. He was just saying it's cold outside. Stay here. It's warm. Right. Stay here. It's warm. Also, my penis is warm. That is not what he said. That's what he said. That's not what he said. Right. He said baby, it's yeah. cold outside. Right. Oh god. Because my penis is warm, so you should stay here. Well, I think there is a no. very interesting. If he wanted that, he would have said his penis is hot. Okay, here's what I have to say on what we're talking about right now and what we talked about right before now. So right before now, we talked about Harvey Weinstein and the effectiveness of changing the culture of women having space and women talking and women being able to say no. And and I think that baby, it's cold outside and why it's reaching a prime of criticism and exploration of intention is because of Me Too. And I think the exact opposite. I think <laughs> oh my that, god! Of course you. I do. think oh that god. baby, it's cold really? outside. Should not be about the culture of us saying no. It should be about the culture of it being okay for us to say yes. I think baby, you are a woman that has had really gratifying sexual experiences. So you approach the and and ungratifying sexual experiences, but you in your life now, your interpretation of that song is a woman trying to get laid. Here is my interpretation. Okay. Bring it. I think it is just as important for a woman to be able to say yes without consequences as it is for a woman to say no. That is hugely important. You shouldn't be slut shamed. You shouldn't be questioned. You shouldn't be called out if you want to say yes. I agree. I agree the same thing. With saying no. Like you you should be able to say yes or no. And it's okay. To do either. And I think that song is as much about her ability to not say yes when she wanted to say yes as it is about her ability to say no. And that's where I, that's what pisses me off. I love, it. I love, you're, you're like a, you're going to sort of a women right liberator. Now, you? You're like a sexual liberator, which I love. <laughs> I'm super into that part of you. 
Like, I, I think that you, respectfully, as a very good friend of yours, who's been doing with this, this with you for a bit of time, I think that you want to have your cake and eat it too in this case. I think no, you think women I, should be, should be kempt and modest and wear ties if men hit on there too much. But women should also be able to like shake their titties and have sex with a man if they want no, to. No, I th- absolutely think that women should not be modest and throw a fucking fit oh, if people- Oh, Tracy Deeds, you have told me oftentimes if I am frustrated with how I'm treated in the world based on how I look, I should change the way I look. I should wear a suit and tie. Or you did once upon a time. And so- I gave you an experience that I'd had and things that I had done to rectify a situation that I thought would 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 give the results that I needed. Correct. I'm not saying that everybody has to do that. But they are those I just told you what worked for me. Correct. But that doesn't mean you should have to do that. Correct. That being said, being liberated in your sort of outward desire for sex and also working towards combating unwanted sexual advances seem at odds with one another. I think this song has nothing to do with that, either one of those things. That so, is what I think. I, I think this is a song think, from 70 years ago. I think we should rewrite this that song. Everybody is fucking losing their mind on. Tracy and doesn't want to that song. Tracy doesn't want to rewrite the song. So there is this I mean, funny rewrite of the song, which I was right, yeah. serenading my girlfriend Tracy with at the bar. <laughs> but it starts with, I really can't stay. And the male answer singing. is, Baby, I'm fine with that. So it like starts off completely different. I've got to go away. But what Baby, if, I'm cool. Well, why doesn't with that. why doesn't somebody write the song from the woman's perspective about how she wants to say and get it on? Like, right. why can't Let's we do, do that? Let's do it. Let's, Let's like write work that. with like a songwriter. Yeah, right. Write that. There's Not the, there's a lot. Why of is the, it? The so neighbors might think that you're a real nice girl. Here's what fucking. <laughs> Here is what else pisses me off. Sorry, I had to go get some wine because I'm going to need some fucking more. <laughs> like, why is it wait. all about, like, the dude? Like, why is it about the dude, what the dude wants? And, oh, women can't take it because then we don't want that one. Because mostly no, men have the privilege in this in this society. Oh, God, I no. Know. You could fucking, know, we could friend, fucking own. It. Why can't we be empowered? Why aren't we equal? We are We're empowered. Not. We are it's empowered. Not a thing. Fucking tell him you want to have sex with him. The line in the rewrite, I ought to say no, no, no. And the man's response. You reserve the right to say no. Why should she ought to say no? If she wants to say no, just say fucking no. Because women have a hard time. Right. Stop having a hard fucking time. Just if you want to, if you want to say no, say no. If you want to say yes, just fucking say yes. It should be okay. It should be okay to be a dirty fucking whore if you want to be. It should totally also be okay to say no and not be. Why is it like? Because we live in a be- we live in a gray world. No, but that's fine. But then why is this song like not being played because everybody's losing their fucking mind? Interpret it in a better way. No, because I like it. When people are having the space to re, uh, sort of renegotiate their feelings about age old classics. And just because it's an age old fucking classic right. doesn't mean it's and not you know what women should do. Opinion. Women should be should should listen to this song and be like, "Fuck her!" Like I could say yes if I want to say yes. I think some have. That would I be awesome. The, I think the fucking argument goes let both you go, ways. Like you do what you want to do. If you want to say no and it's cold outside, fucking leave. You can fucking leave. You have right. you have the power to do that. Okay. So what? I think the takeaway is Kelly's women. So if you want to be a dirty whore, Tracy says, get after that. And if you want to say no. Say no. Everybody says Make him wait. So Tracy Dietz, what about a resolution for 19? You got one? This is the last episode of 18. Okay, so resolution. Hopes, wishes. Oh. Yeah. 
I would like to care less. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to be able to compartmentalize things more in 2019. I think looking out for yourself is sort of the, could the be the theme. underlying bit of that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, 2019, I think it's hustle harder, love harder. Yeah. I mean, loving is important. Yeah. Uh, finding the good in people is important. I feel like I need to spend more time doing less of finding the good in people. Because <laughs> it, it continues to keep biting me in the ass, but that's uh, all right. No. Well, I'm glad you find the love in me. I love you so much. Thank you for being with us in 2018, friends. We hope that we... um gave you some things to think about and kept you informed on some interesting things and the year of the woman hopefully will sort of fall into 19 as well oh it's absolutely it's not just continue. a year it's multiple years and yeah. the future is female so thank you for listening thanks so much listen and subscribe to dame it all to hell on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify or wherever you get your podcast see you next year friends bye <laughs>